Hello and welcome to another edition of the SGR Coffee Break. Yes, it is 420. No, we will not be making any stupid pot jokes or marijuana jokes. We're better than that. It's Earth Day. There we go. Go plant a tree. It's raining outside, so I'm not. I ain't planting shit. And my it's neighbors. Uh, and my neighbors on Earth Day had just had a uh, tree cutting service over, so I'm guessing they're going to be cutting a tree. Yay, Earth Day! Way to celebrate. <laughs> Well, I think Earth Day is celebrating just fine by, you know, uh, drowning Houston. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, all the videos I keep seeing of people trying to drive through water that they should not be driving. Listen, people, even if you drive a big truck, don't drive through water. There are You can get swept away in two feet of water. That's yeah. all you need. And there's sinkholes. You have no idea what you're driving into. I saw one where, like, two semi-trucks were going through, and there's a big debate as to whether or not truckers should be doing that because – they have, you know, they have to make their deliveries on time, but, you know, they're putting people at risk. And I saw one guy, like, run into a truck. Ugh. Texas, y'all be crazy down there. Even your Yeah, my sister's been sending me videos because uh, right where I grew up, it's all underwater. Yeah. But, hey, you're supposed to be drying out sometime soon. Yeah, well, I think they were drying out yesterday, and then it started raining again today, and then it's going to rain again tomorrow, so, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so happy Earth Day, happy yeah. Flood Day, happy Tree Cutting Day, <laughs> uh, happy Marijuana Day if you're in Colorado or, well, like Washington. Washington. So eat up those cookies or brownies, smoke a bowl for me. There you go. That's the one shout-out we'll give to 420. But don't expect anything else from us. But we actually have a discussion. Like usual, we always go off the rails at first, and then we come back to our discussion. So we kind of... We always start off with weather. Yeah, weather <laughs> or what's going on or some other craziness. Hey, it's what old people do, right? You talk politics. Well, no, I don't talk politics. Oh, man, I don't need this right now. I don't talk I don't politics. I don't talk religion. So we old people talk weather. There you go. guess we're getting old. Hey, Facebook just had a little link. Like, watch teenagers reacting to Super Metroid. And I was like, is this, is this a thing? Come on. Like, all these indie games okay, are... I am, I am over the watch teenagers or watch kids react to shit that we had growing up. I'm over all that. Yeah. I'm, I'm so done with that, too. I was just like, Cause, okay. Because so. you know what? Because we were the same way about how our parents grew up, you know? just. Yeah. yeah I remember going to my grandma's house and... Turning on that giant ass box TV where the t you know, like the box was out of my screen, but the TV was about this big. Uh -huh. <laughs> Probably had the, rabbit ears too. Oh yeah, I was the one that always had to go up and like squish the tin foil and rearrange it. <laughs> and you'd get the signal in, and then you'd let go, and all of a sudden the signal would go away, and then you know Grandpa would be like, "Why don't you just stand there and hold that for for the next two hours while I watch baseball?" You know, one of my uh, favorite married with children's bits has to do with, uh, with with rabbit ears. The thing is, like, if you watch it, kids watch it today, they, would have, they wouldn't get it at all. Because, you know, married with children, when it was originally on, it was on uh, Fox. And Fox back then was not a mainstay channel. It was, oh, you know, wow. it was on the outskirts. And so they, they said, you know, uh, we want to watch something on Fox. Everyone, get ready for Fox. And everybody gets in these weird positions, and they're holding up this metal. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck yeah oh anyway <laughs> speaking of old versus new 
Because all, all I can think of now is like having to plug my uh, Nintendo into that little weird screw-on adapter that you put on oh, the antennas. Right. Yes. Because yes. we, did, we didn't have the nice cable inlet that you could just screw it into. Right, and you can, because now you have TVs that actually have inputs. You yep. didn't have that, so. Yeah. Yeah, I remember going over to a friend's house. You there. had to make like a like a serial connection. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And you had the old Channel 3 and 4 switch on the Atari. You had it on the Nintendo, too. Yeah. Oh, oh boy, the good old days. Channel 3, that was the only thing it was good for was VCRs. <laughs> and playing your Nintendo. And playing video games. Oh. Super Nintendo came out with the little AV the little AV plugs that you could actually use, and I was always like, what the hell do you use these for? I remember going over to a friend's house that actually had a big screen TV. Mm-hmm. Back in the day when big screen TVs were a thing that you know only privileged people had, because they had cable right. too. <laughs> they didn't depend on a good weather day so that way they could watch their cartoons in the morning. Oh, memory lane. Oh, memory lane. And yet that's... Actually, a uh, weird story. Uh, Waco was the only city I ever lived in in Dallas where um, I didn't have to have cable. Because uh, in Houston, you couldn't get shit. And then Dallas is pretty much the, the same way. But yeah, Waco, I didn't really need it. I got it anyway. But, but you know, you could actually set up a TV and like, oh my god, you actually get four channels without paying for it. What madness is this? Yeah. Uh, when we lived out in the sticks, we had ABC, NBC, CBS was a, a hit or miss, and then Fox. When that, Fox was actually one that came in pretty decently for us. You must have been right there, right where it was right, yeah. <laughs> transmitting the signal. Because uh, Fox was the only place you could watch uh, Turtles in the morning before I had to yes. go hit the bus and every once in hey, a while fall asleep. Fox was the only place that had all the good cartoons. Fox was the one that had He-Man and She-Ra and Turtles, Transformers, GoBots, Jim oh, and the Holograms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Saturday mornings, I miss sitting down with a bowl of Captain Crunch and turning my mouth into a bloody mess from eating Captain well, See, now Crunch. we just turn on Cartoon Network and watch that all day. Uh, I, don't even, I don't have cable, so I don't. It's funny. I didn't have cable as a child. I got all excited when I went to college because that was the first time I could have cable. Uh, had cable for many years. Moved down to Georgia and was like, ah, I'm done with cable. <laughs> ah, anyway. Anyway. I'll let you all know that we've grown up out in the sticks and played with... <laughs> Let's see, but now you can get PlayStation View. You can get those channels. Wow. Yeah, I don't know if I would. I don't know. I am trying to get Sean to cut our cable to go for View. Like, I figured that's a good transition to slice it down. He's like, look, it has all the channels that you like. You can still flip. It's okay. (laughs) He loves flipping channels. Anyway, speaking of PlayStations, that is our topic this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those that don't know, the rumor mill is a buzz. Obviously, oh God, is it ever? As it goes right before E three, all the leaks have to start happening, and uh, there are some. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say they have been officially leaked. Uh, they haven't really announced it. So take our discussion today with a little bit of grain of salt because some of this may or may not be true. We are going off of the rumor mill and some of their supposed leaks, their yes. insider information. Sources based off of uh, documents that they, that they were yes. that they were given. So, but 
The one thing we do know is that Sony is going to release uh, another iteration of the PlayStation 4. We don't know if it's PlayStation Supposedly. 4K, 4.5. We don't know that. Supposedly, um, to me, I think it makes sense because I think they're trying to beef up a system to handle the PlayStation VR. Right now, we do know that PlayStation VR on the PlayStation on the current PlayStation consoles will require an additional box some sort of extra little utility that you plug into the PlayStation to handle the extra processing that VR is going to require. My thought process is, I don't think that they're trying to build a PlayStation to do really 4K gaming because their specs that they have currently are still too low to really do 4K gaming. You're talking about the specs that's been leaked? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because if you look at 4K gaming on a PC to actually do it fairly well, you need something a lot more hefty than what they currently have in their box. However, now we can start diving into this. So it's been dubbed Project Neo, which goes along with the whole freaking matrix naming scheme that we're going with because you had Project Morpheus for the VR and now you have Project Neo for this new PlayStation that's coming out. And the big ordeal that a lot of, we're all kind of like, whoa, hey, Sony, this is uncool, is that it is getting a CPU, a memory, and a GPU update. So they are... Not a hard drive. Not a hard drive, but they are getting the... Uh, the RAM is getting upped in speed. They're keeping the same amount of memory, but it's getting upped in speed. Mm -hmm. uh, the processor is getting upped from 1.6 to 2.1 gigahertz. And the RAM is going from like 16 cores to 32 cores and a little bit faster memory. So what that says to me is that at least sounds like the first thing this says to me is definitely not 4K gaming. Yeah. Second thing this says to me is load time reduction. <laughs> um, now, the other rumors that another rumor came out today saying that basically what this does. OK, so let me back up. So the thing that came out yesterday with all these documents and they listed, you know, the specs of what this is going to have. And like Chris said, it's going to be like a little bit, a little bit better. And, um, and they also said that they're not going to discontinue the current model. It's going to be called the base model. And then there's going to be base mode and neo mode. Base mode is what we suckers already have. And then neo mode is what they're going to be coming out with. And they're requiring all games starting October 1st to be able to run base mode and neo mode, which in a way puts a little bit of, um, kind of puts a lot on developers that they have to, you know, be, be able to, you know, up res this and downscale it to the point where it doesn't look terrible. Right. And um, the, their, their um, other restrictions are is that they can't have neo exclusive features, meaning that you can't have special characters or special levels or things like that. All you can have are improvements over current features, meaning that, you know, frame rate, um, they are going to require that frame rate, frame rate for both modes has to be 60 frames per second or higher. And the new thing that came out today was that when this comes out, all games for, for base mode and neo mode will have to run in 1080p. Hmm. Or maybe it was just neo mode has to run in 1080p. Now, Yes, I do see small difference between the 720 and, and the 1080. Is it enough for me to run out and buy a new console at this time? No. Uh, and uh, talking to people, because um, you know, we said last week that I did the Lawbreakers event, talking to many of the people there, because we were discussing this, 
and they're saying what they understand from the leaks. They're convinced that this is true, and what they understand from the leaks is that it will run 4K as in 4K video, not 4K gaming. It's just forces, you know, the up-res, high resolution, high frame rate uh, HD gaming with the 1080p and all that. And my response to that is, if that's all that it is, I have zero interest in, in doing an upgrade. Yeah. To me, we're, we're approaching that Nintendo territory where we had, like, the the 3DS fat, and you had to, or let's go with the, the, the DS, right? You had the DS fat. Oh, the DS. The then DS you had fat, the DS yes. slim. Uh, or was it the, the light? Light, yeah, the DS light. Um, and then yeah. the DSi. Yes, which was then went bigger again. Uh, well, no, the first DSi was just like the DS Lite, and what the DSi did was that one thing well, that the, the DS DSi did. XL. Well, what the what the original DS had, both the DS Fat and the DS Lite, it had um, a port for uh, uh, Game Boy Advance games. The DSi removed that, and then they came out with the DSi XL, the XL or the yeah. double L. Uh, XL. Okay, so I think in Japan it was a double L. I don't even fucking remember. And it had like this big fat stylus. It was like this yeah. pen. It was crazy. You could, you could murder a bitch with that thing. Didn't you get that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got Didn't the DS. You? I got the DSi XL. Uh, yeah, I, got, I thought I got you the, did. Like they had that Mario 25th anniversary yes, Mario. So I remember because I, I made you do an unboxing video yeah, for drunken um, unboxing for Mario. Yes, for uh, games are evil. Games are evil. Yeah. yeah. Do you still have that yeah, somewhere? A, yeah. I have all my, if they were themed, I've kept them all. So I, I still have my uh, my Mario, my Zelda 3DS, the original black one that I picked up. Mm -hmm. um, I had the Pokemon one. Uh, and I'll keep my Wii because the pad has the Zelda thing going on with that. So yep. I have all those. But to me, Sony is kind of taking this. And it's starting to make me worry. So here's, yeah, we have all these rumors. So... One of the big things that started going around as far as the streamer community started going is people started talking about what this means for gamers, right? So if you enabled Neo mode, um, and you and I kind of talked about this a little bit yesterday too. Mm -hmm. So if you enabled Neo mode, so let's say that you're playing Call of Duty. Uh, it's probably a bad game. I don't know. A game that, let's say Destiny. Destiny runs at 30 frames a second. Or Division, either one. Or Division. So you take either one of those. They run at um, 30 frames a second. If you enable Neo mode, all suddenly you get 60 frames a second, which in multiplayer gives an advantage to the person running or the 60 frames a second because they're basically uh, half, they're basically a second ahead of you based off of the mm -hmm. frame. Well, they're half a second ahead of you based off of because you're getting you know one frame a second as opposed to one every two. And your eyes can only see some anyway. Yeah, we, we can get into the whole new because there's a whole nuance about 30 frames is more cinematic, 60 frames anyway. Uh, the other thing that we kind of talked about was in the fighting games, and I don't think it breaks down to, because this morning I was like, I know that most fighting games are 60 frames a second now because you're talking about frame inputs. So when you're talking frame data, as far as fighting games, it's always been 60 frames. But I started thinking about it a little bit more, and if you're getting that extra little bit of fidelity, let's say that it makes the sound just that little, just that edge more better, and it makes the the visuals just that much just a smidgen a little bit better 
or it reduces latency because on Street Fighter Ultra Street Fighter 4 there were stages that the people wouldn't play because there was just a smidgen of lag or so they they said so there's a couple stages that they banned out if you're playing online and let's okay it, it all breaks down to the whole online thing but in tournaments let's say that you have one console that's running neo mode and one console that isn't and i'm sure they wouldn't do this but just in case um you know that extra little bit of you know people can start looking for audio cues they can start looking for visual cues that may show up in neo mode as opposed to uh pleb mode we're just gonna call it that because that's what we are we're plebs commoners yeah us commoners so it starts it starts leading to that and now you got okay so you got a developer that's being forced to basically do these two different modes and they're going to utilize that cpu right they're going to utilize what they have available to them to create the best experience possible and then they're going to go pleb mode and we're going to get you know janky shit so they're still going to follow sony's things right they they got pleb mode they can do they it. won't they won't mean to do janky shit because they know that the larger consumer base is going to have the plebe version versus versus the neo but they're going to but you know it it's the same thing like when they try to i mean look at rise of the tomb raider in the 4k edition that crystal dynamics came up with after they had the xbox one and you know, it's, the Xbox One edition is not shit by any stretch of the means, but look at the how much they upraised it for the 4K, and yeah. the differences are huge. Yeah. So, you know, in to me, this starts a trend, a, a very worrisome trends, right? So, the big thing that the PC master race goes on is that. Sony and Microsoft have said these are ten year these are ten year console cycles. PlayStation Four has been out what a year and a half, two years now. And uh, three. So you made it three years, and we're already getting an upgraded system. So in another three years, are we going to get another upgraded system? You have those rumors of Microsoft doing the whole PC shit with their console, where they're going to start upgrading certain aspects of it throughout time. So as GPUs come be become better, they're going to upgrade the GPU. That just means that if you bought a day one edition. You basically will play the games, but you get the plebbed version of the game. Whereas the people that just stay on top of this every couple of years, and from a PC gaming standpoint, this is no different than buying a new graphic card every three years, right? So we're going to buy a new system right. every three years. You know. But isn't that why you are a PC gamer? Because you like doing that stuff? Yeah, I, yes. I mean, from what I understand is that PC gamers they enjoy doing that they want the customization they like getting in there and tweaking and yes they might spend you know twelve hundred dollars building a new machine now but they realize in three years yes they're going to need another three hundred dollar graphics card but that's fine because everything else in there is, you know still works and maybe in maybe in 10 years or let or a little less after they bought that twelve hundred dollar machine they might have to buy another twelve hundred dollar machine but they still make but they still have that we are <sighs> We're getting but with, this with, is with this the is console. A, this is a marginal increase. They're making us. They're making in console gamers. We don't want to do that shit. We just want to put our disc in or download it on. You know, because now we're fucking lazy and wants to get up and put the disc in. God, and we don't. We don't want to do that. We don't want to worry about what our GPU is. We don't want to worry about what the frame rate data is. We just want to play the goddamn game. And I know that makes us all console peasants and whatever. 
But that's just that's why we we do the console because we don't want to get in there. And right now the expected um, retail price is going to be four hundred dollars. So that's what I bought my PlayStation Four at originally. I don't want to buy another four hundred dollar machine. Well, we can also take it at another stance too. Is now we're going to get market segmentation, right? You're going to have PlayStation 4 base model, and you're going to have PlayStation 4 4K model. We're starting to approach that whole Wii, Wii U confusion that Nintendo had. Parents are going to oh, be like, so, well, which, uh, which one do I buy? You know, because... Interesting you say Wii, Wii U, because I actually had to speak at my church about um, video games for, for, for families, and well, you know, one of the first questions I asked was... Um, you know, who has a Wii, who has a Wii U? Did you know there's a difference between the two? And everyone was like, no. Yeah. So you're going to start, know? you're going to start getting that, right? You, you mean, you, so if a yeah. develop, when developers start actually developing games and they're, let's face it, they're going to gear it towards the 4.5, 4K, whatever it is, because they want to use all that. It's going right. to make for a better gaming experience. How are they going to mark that on their cases? How are you going to distinguish this? That way people understand if I want the best experience on this, I'm going to have to upgrade my PlayStation. If I don't mind having the pleb slash commoner experience, I can still buy it and I can still play it. But what's it? And now we're going to start getting those. Now we're going to start having stupid uh, screen comparison videos because everybody loves to do this apparently whenever a game is released. Mm -hmm. uh, on PS4, Xbox One, and on the PC, everybody likes to go, oh, look at how this looks. Now they're going to have to add in, here's what it looks like on Pleb PS4, here's what it looks like on Elite PS4, here's the Xbone version, here's PC Master Race version. And then the, you know, because the Xbox One is also rumored yeah. to have a 4K okay. upgrade yeah. in the works as well, so if we're going to have, we're going we're gonna to have that. I mean, I see what you're saying. But I'm also wondering if maybe Sony is not even thinking that they need to make that that distinction for the common gamer because the common gamer is not going to care. They are thinking that it's just like us talking about this, that we are the ones that are going to care. So they may not be marketing that appropriately. I don't think that's exactly fair. Um, and of course, I know a friend of mine was saying that, well, why don't they just, you know, get rid of the base model and just make this Neo mode, this, that becomes what it is. I'm like, so then I have to buy a new console? That just screws over all your early adopters and makes them not want to support you ever again. Yeah. I think they're going to, I mean, obviously they're going to drop the price. But when is it going to go that way? You know, it'll go the way eventually. Oh, yeah. Neo I, mode I, only. I, I'm pretty sure that, you know, PlayStation Elite is going to be a thing and will lose pleb console, but it's going to be, I mean, they're probably going to ride this out for at least a year, year and a half, two years. So, so what are we looking at now? Like new, maybe not like a PlayStation 5 ever, but we'll just have these small upgrades every three years? Because fuck that, man. Uh, I, I still think we're going to have a new console. I think, to me, the way that I kind of I look at this is, is um, with VR being the, the new thing that's probably coming in, to me... I'm seeing this as they're working their way towards incorporating VR into the system. And this is just one step towards making that happen. And so that way you don't have to have the little extra box or whatever it is to, in order to incorporate that. I have no idea how much money they spent. So maybe this is just them going, okay, well, we're going to release VR. Because I'm going to guess PSVR is going to run a whole lot better on PlayStation Master Neo. Race yeah. than it is going to be on PlayStation Pleb. So... 
because you have all that extra resources, right? And even if they still have to have that little set-top box, the experience is still going to be better because the console itself is still handling much more than what our current version is. So maybe, you know, the next, the PlayStation 4.8 or whatever, or PlayStation Morpheus. No, we already got that. Uh, PlayStation Ghost Brothers. PlayStation Matrix, whatever it's going to be codenamed, you know, at the next iteration. I will not buy anything named The Matrix. <laughs> I refuse. Those movies are terrible. Yes, I said it. They're terrible. Oh, shit. Here comes the hate mail. Yes, even the first one. Terrible. I, you know what? I'm glad that you're going to be moderating the comments on this one. But that is kind of my thought, is that they're, they're going to release this, see how it goes, see how PlayStation VR goes. If all goes well, we're going to see another iteration of it come out, and then that's going to be even beefier. And maybe that's the point at which, like, first-generation adopters are going to go, oh, well, you know, now I get PlayStation VR, and it's a little bit better, yada, yada. I don't know. It's hard to say. I don't I don't understand why this was the thing that needs to happen. I don't. Un we're just starting to divide things up. Yeah, you're telling developers you have, to, you have these base standards, but you are free to go ahead and go beyond that for neo mode or whatever it is i mean what developers gonna be like oh well let's just stick to the low end and just let's let's keep our games looking okay but they could look really good but eh, let's just keep them looking. no developer's gonna do that no developer's mm -hmm. gonna be like let's keep with our one minute long load times let's not get us 60 frames a second because everybody is bitching about frame rates so there you go let's give everybody their 60 fps games if they're doing it now and I, that's the hard thing i like, tell you what if this is the trend though like if we start seeing this like become more of a commonality like in three years like another one i may become a pc gamer because i'd rather just have one machine yeah yeah one machine that's easy and where i can swap out the parts and, and think about it this way yeah we could change swap over our hard drives but you still have to do all that backing up do the hard drive swap over, tie it into your PS4. And that's, on PC, all I gotta do is unplug my portable hard drives and it's done. I just move the hard drive from once. On PS4, that's like an eight hour ordeal, depending on how much shit you got. If you've upgraded your PS4 at this point to the two terabyte drive, you're looking at a solid day of backing all your crap up, moving the hard drive over, putting it in, reinstalling the system, and re-uploading, you know, if you're saving all your stuff because you have bandwidth caps like I do, I have to back all that shit up to a hard drive so that way I can restore it because I'm not going to re-download a terabyte of data because that puts me way over my 350 gig fucking data cap. Fuck you, Mediacom. You know? So every... You're looking at that too. And it just... I don't know. I think it's, re it's really going to depend on how the sales go. Ultimately, that's what's going to drive it. And... We all know there are people that's going to be out there that are going to be like, yeah, I have to upgrade my system. So they're going to do it. So they're going to give them money. Developers are going to be pushing for this new stuff because it's it's going to create a better world for them to work with. I just... I guess if I did, I would give my PS4, the one I have currently, and swap back out the, out the hard drive <laughs> with the what? 500 gigabyte back in and just give it to Sean. There yeah. you go. I don't know what I would... Have I'd, my sloppy seconds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but again, I mean, we're all operating off of rumors and you know hearsay, and this was a leaked document, and yada yada yada. And we still don't know how developers are going to handle. Let's face it, uh, somebody's going to release this. It's going to take developers at least a little bit of time to readjust and get used to that. They're going to have to figure out how to make their games work in two different modes. So maybe developers are going to be like, yeah, if we're just, it's easier for us to standardize on pleb mode as opposed to going neo mode. And you're going to have those games that are going to obviously go with elitist mode. But at this point, we are still, I have a feeling we're all going to hear a lot more about this E3 or if, or they'll probably, or they, or they may do what they did for the PS4, have a reveal event before E3. Yeah, because there, if let's face it, they're already starting to get information leaked out. So at this point, it's better just to. Yeah, if it's it. true, might as well own up to it. And... Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't like this being a thing, and I don't want this to be a common thing. If, if this is a one-time ordeal, one-time shot, okay, that's fine. And then if they're going to just build in like the PlayStation VR and put it all in one box, that's cool too because you're getting you're you know making things down. And I get the whole PlayStation Slims and all that. That's that's cool too. But those didn't change hardware fundamentally as far right, as specs. Right. It just made them smaller. That's cool. Uh, if you're going to make PlayStation VR and incorporate it in there, that's cool because it's one less device that's sitting on top of people's entertainment centers or at their desks or whatever. That's fine as long as it doesn't keep changing the internals. And you know, if you look at the hate that came out with Microsoft and them, the whole rumor mill about, yeah, we're going to do incremental changes. We're going to upgrade the GPUs from time to time. We're going to do this. And everybody's like, well, then just fucking buy a PC. Right. You know, and if well, you that's kind of how I feel with the with this PS4K announcement or leak or rumor or whatever the hell it is. It's like, well... Why would I want to do this? This is why I'm not a PC gamer. So I don't have yep. to buy stuff all the damn time. Yep. And I don't, have to, I don't have to transfer all that shit over. Waste a day just doing it. At this point, I'm probably at a day and a half with how fast PlayStation 4, PlayStation is with their crap. But, yeah. My hope is it's, it's a one-time deal. That's fine. It gives me at least, you know, I can ride my PlayStation 4 out until it, you know, for a while at least. Because obviously developers aren't going to be utilizing this just yet, and maybe Neo mode is just the thing that overclocks everything. Who knows? You know, maybe it's everybody d designs their stuff for pleb mode, and then those that have Neo mode get a little their load times go from a minute to thirty seconds, and pixels look a little bit nicer. I don't know. It'll be interesting. My hope is that we get to see at least. Maybe they'll make the official announcement, yes, we're, these are the specs of PlayStation 4K, 4, 5, whatever we're going to call it, mm -hmm. PlayStation Neo. And then at E3, they can actually show off, like, here it is on PlayStation 4 original, here it is on PlayStation 4 new hotness edition. And there's, you know... <laughs> I want them to call it that. <laughs> the new hotness edition? Yes. So in that way, at least it shows, all right, there's not going to be a big difference. It increased the load times. Look, we'll zoom in at 5,000%. Look, see, here we have anti-aliasing on PlayStation New Hotness. We're on PlayStation Pleb. You got some jankies. I love it. PlayStation New Hotness. So, it'll be interesting. The next few months is going to be really interesting. 
in a lot of ways. I mean, we get, it's going to be interesting to see where VR goes. I've already started reading the one game that had me kind of interested in it. Already the reviews are coming out going, yeah, it made me sick. I can only play for 20 minutes. I was like, yeah, that sounds like what a great time. What game was that? Uh, the E-Valkyrie. Oh. So the two See, now they say if something makes you sick, it's because the calibration wasn't set correctly. I, I've read but two, if you're I've seeing read, multiple reviews about it, though. I saw, I saw two reviews where they both said, I think the longest... Now, were they user been. reviews or like... No, they were website critics. reviews. Critics. Okay. Because the one, like, they both said that it's, it looks great and it's a lot of fun, but after about 20 minutes, the stomach is so churning that they Ugh. had to take the headset off. Also, uh, Oculus Rift overheats. That's another one that I've started hearing. The, the, it doesn't have any ventilation in it, so the whole thing, the rig gets hot. Oh. So. Right. I've heard from more people that the Vive is the better system. Yeah, that's what I've been reading some of that too. So, and Valkyrie, E Valkyrie was like the big thing that they were trying to show off. They were like, you know, this is this is a thing. And apparently, the game is very shallow, uh, very grind heavy, which kind of fits in with the Eve universe. But right, right. The whole sickness thing, and then getting hot. I was like, why would I want something that's going to melt my freaking face? <laughs> and I'm puking at the same time. That sounds like a great fucking time to me. I don't know. Well, I told Blake yesterday, I was like, dude, I have the VR game that's going to make you go buy something. He's like, what? So they just announced Pool Nation VR. <laughs> oh. no, Although they have announced a, a pinball VR game, and he said he actually is interested. I'm like, I, why do you need the VR? Are you, are you the ball? I mean, that would just make me sick. <laughs> oh, that would be disgusting. Oh. Right? <laughs> no. But... Yeah, so, I mean, we have a lot of things going on right now. There's a lot of eggs in this basket, so. In this uh, basket of rumors. Yeah, this It's made of rumors. So, like I said, I'll, I'll stand by it. Hopefully it is just one, one thing. Maybe this is just, they're just trying to work their way towards incorporating PlayStation VR into their system, and this is one step towards it. They're just getting rid of the box. I don't know. And, you know, we said that about the DS, too. Yeah. And, like, even, like, on the 3DS, how many iterations of the 3DS have we had? The 3DS. The uh, 3DS XL. And then the new 3DS XL. They didn't even bother with the new 3DS, a little smaller one. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a thing that we're becoming used to. I mean, you could break it all the way down to phones. I mean, how many people buy a new phone every year just because... A new iPhone. How many people get excited about the new iPhone every fucking year, even though it's just... Hey, a... I am so proud since I ditched iPhone that my LG phone lasted two years before the screen just was like, eh, I'm not working anymore, but it was still two years. Yeah, I think I got two and a half, three years out of my Note 2 before it was finally slogged down. And I finally had to upgrade, but... I, I guess we can't really compare that, because look, PlayStation 4 has been off for three years, and it's getting an update. But I don't know. To me, it just creates market segmentation. It creates issues with that. I guess maybe I think a phone is more necessary than, than a console. Than a console. I mean, I. I mean, shit. Like you know, my iPad Mini I got myself for Christmas. That thing crapped out on me in a year. I'm I'll not be, replacing that. Oh yeah, I'm gonna be really mad because I use mine for f photo editing. Oh, do you? Yeah. 
when I'm on trips, it's the best. It's it's great oh, okay. because it's it's. I mean, I love my surface, but my surface does a lot more heavy lifting. But when I this last trip I did, I traveled really light. Only brought the iPad Mini, connected it to my camera via Wi-Fi, downloaded some photos, edited That's on, awesome. on, the, on the thing, and it was all done. It was nice because it sat right in my lap. I was nicely reclined, and so I I do that. But if my iPad craps out. My first, I, my Gen 1 iPad, the very first original one that I bought when I was still working at 148 Apps, that, that bitch is still going. My wife still uses that every day. She probably can't upgrade it. Yeah, she hasn't been able to upgrade it, so there's certain things that she can't do, but like she reads a lot of ebooks on it, so there's that. We can't really stream on it, so um, out with that. But. So my parents still have an iPhone 4. Um, every time I go in town, they, mom's like, we need to go upgrade because she, she's having the same issue that I did with my iPhone 4. The home button sometimes works and sometimes doesn't. So you have to, you know, basically press it. Like, no, 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 not that many times. But, um, my dad never upgraded to iOS 7. Wasn't that the one where it went all Lisa Frank? Yeah, I think so. All right, so he's still on iOS 6. The thing still runs like a fucking champ. Now he hasn't upgraded a single app, so his app store icon is like, you know, <laughs> everything. Because he doesn't have very many apps either, but he only uses it for calls, texts, and I think the Apple Maps. Because he hasn't figured out the Apple Maps blows. No, actually, he never got Apple Maps. No. I don't think Apple Maps didn't come out until... Until, I, until seven iOS 7. So he still Because ha- his whole thing was, he's like, I don't like the bright pastel colors. It's hard for me to see. Well, I don't blame him that, you know, my 65-year-old dad doesn't want to look at Elisa Frank on his phone. But the sad thing is, though, is that uh, their iTunes doesn't recognize the phone. <laughs> so if he gets a new phone, it's not going to transfer everything transfer over. over unless he upgrades it first, updates it first, and then does the transfer. And he's already said he's not going to get a new phone because he's like, I don't want that look. Yeah. Although he likes the size of the iPhone 6 Plus. Oh. Or is it the iPhone 6S? I don't 6S, 6S Plus, yes. Okay, whatever. He, yeah. he likes the size of it. Although I picked up my brother-in-law's and I was like, what the hell, man? Yeah. <laughs> so big. And people yeah. think my LG is a phablet. No. <laughs> it's not uh, a phablet. Although I, I did compare my, uh, my Moto X Pure Edition to the 6S Plus or 6 Plus at whatever whatever the fuck that big thing is it's almost the same size mine's a little bit smaller but anyway. i think the 6s i think the 6 plus is about the same size as the note if not a little bigger i think it's a little bit bigger because i mean i felt like i was like holding it up to my ear and i was like it feels like a fucking boom box <laughs> you got to my ear yeah right <laughs> let's just give me my ipad <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway so we we both have our concerns with where Sony what Sony's doing and with I mean essentially what Microsoft is. You know really what we just too. said? We're afraid they're going to Apple us. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. And and I think Apple and Nintendo are in cahoots because both of those companies have <laughs> right? like like the shittiest naming schemes now, and the whole updating thing is a thing. And now, but, but they you don't make think money. There's a difference between the you don't you don't think people get confused between the 3ds and the new 3ds you no no people totally understand what or how about you know the ipad 2 and then the new ipad uh, yeah and the ipad, the iPad fifth generation yeah and then you get the ipad pro oh the ipad air 
Uh, I got the iPad Air, the iPad or the iPad Pro, and now you have the new iPad Pro. Is it called new iPad Pro? I don't know what it's called anymore. I I I was just like it's the nine inch one versus the what twelve inch that monstro. Like, we called it the television on our on our uh, trip out to North Carolina. We're like, oh yeah, let's pull it the television because two guys had the iPad Pro and it's literally. I mean, it looks like a small television. Well, I remember I was looking at when they announced it. I wasn't going to buy it. But I was just curious, like how it compares to my Surface and things like that. And I saw that it cost as much as my MacBook Pro did when I bought it. Yeah. And my MacBook Pro is 10 times more powerful. Now there's no touchscreen on it, but. Yeah. Yay. Yeah, I just. I... The disposable consumer electronics, which is really driving me nuts because you look at, like I said, my original iPad still going strong. But yet Apple seems to think that every two years I need to get rid of it. Well, what about all the chemicals and all the toxic components that are I get that they have the recycling program but yes yeah, they that. do a recycling program but I understand what you're saying it, it, it is it is still wasteful like I'm still trying to find a place right now because no one will take it to recycle my LG G3 because I can't you know sell it because the but, screen is broken but you should be able to wipe it and then take it to Best Buy Best okay. Buy should have a they, it at is least totally ours... wiped I got the screen to work long enough to go to factory reset <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I believe because at least our best I don't want to throw this it. away. Oh yeah, I don't. I, I still have my no. note too because I haven't wiped it yet. But I believe, yeah. I know our Best Buy has a when you walk in the door between the two sets of double doors, uh, there's a set of bins on the right hand side so you can take CDs, ink cartridges, and okay. cell phones. Okay. I'll have to, I'll, I'll have to check check mine out. So. Because like I'm getting, you know, like Sean is calling me like, uh, you know, tree hugging hippie because I'm getting really big on I don't like to waste things. I don't want to throw stuff out. Let me see how much we can recycle. Like, you know, like I'm he I'm watching throw stuff away. I'm like, wait, I dig through the trash and take out recyclable stuff. He's like, what is wrong with you? Like, you have enough waste problem as it is. And no, I don't want to throw electronics away because there's gonna be parts in there that can be used, or at least stuff melted down. Something, you know, it's just. Um, well, Apple. Like and it, to me, it kind of started with the whole TV thing because you know back when we had the CRT tube TVs, those things lasted 25 years, <laughs> and then like you took them somewhere to get them fixed, and then it's only become like in the last what 25 years. Oh my God, I'm old. That it's. It's become where it's cheaper to buy a new TV than it is to get, to get one fixed, and no one fixes them anymore. Um, like, I remember, gosh, when the plasma TVs first came out, and they were $12,000 fucking dollars, because we just laugh at them. But if one broke, that was, you know, we had to, there's no one out there to fix it. And so we had this, they actually, I remember watching this news story, we had this problem with dumps. There was all these TVs people were just throwing away, which just causes so much. Like in CRTs, that's so hazardous mm -hmm. to just throw that stuff away. <sighs> Take care of your shit. Take care of the environment, people. Like, I'm not one to preach about, you know, that we're killing all animals and, and stuff like that, but we do waste a lot. And do. there are ways that we, and, we can recycle. And we have a finite amount of resources on this planet, especially silicone that goes into making all the processors and boards. There's only so much gold that can go into the... No, we don't. We can always make more. Silly. You're right. You're right. What do you know? Besides, why does it? Why do we fucking care? We'll be dead before all this shit happens. Right? <laughs> It'll just be, you know, my kids or my grandkids' problem. Oh, no, it probably won't be your kids' problem either. By the time your grandkids come around, there's going to be so many wars going on, we'll have killed each other off anyway, so it'll all be good. Don't That's worry. when the Great War for Water will happen? Yeah, the Great... 
Yeah, we'll have to go get some gasoline from the place down the road. That's uh, <laughs> but oh, uh, see, hey, now I want to play Mad Max. Yeah, see, but hey, it doesn't affect us because uh, by the time it all becomes a problem, we'll be dead. So there you go. That's the uh, logical thinking by most people. But that's been your semi-political rant for the day. There you go. Guess we I don't said we think that talking about recycling is a bad thing. No. I think we all can do more recycling. I mean, you think about it. You talk to my grandparents. Well, you can't now, but you know, growing up in the 20s and 30s, recycling was life. They reused everything. Oh, yeah. So oh, there's there's things you know, on uh, even uh, where's Japan or China where they there's a whole art form where, like if they break a cup or chip a cup, coffee cup or a tea cup, they don't throw it away. They tactfully put it, either re-glue it or they'll mm -hmm. remake it in some form. They don't just throw shit away. Like we're like, oh, well, it's got a small chip on it. Throw it away. Actually, I've started some of my dishes that got chips in it. I've kept them aside because I might make a mosaic out of them. Yeah. But, and I, I mean, I go upstairs and look and I have, I still have my Xbox 360 sitting up there because I've just been like, I don't know what to do with it. I don't want to just, I'm not going to throw it away. I don't really want to recycle it. But you know who's going to play an Xbox 360 at this point? Especially now, since right. Xbox One is uses yeah, backwards I mean, compatibility. All I need is Zero Dragon Age to be backwards compatible, and I'll probably totally unplug the 360 and recycle it somewhere. Yeah. Or give it to Sean. Yeah, I still have to turn mine on and get the uh, uh, live account stuff removed off of it. I think that's the other thing, but I don't know. Anyway, I think we've drug drug this into the. <laughs> Abyss long enough. I'm, oh, okay. Let's talk about what we've been playing then. Yes, what have you been playing, Carrie? Let's see. I did a lot of Quantum Break, and I have my strategy guide review. I actually recorded that before we recorded this, so that should already be up by the time this this goes live. So um, I have pretty much exhausted Quantum Break fully. I have now played it through where I've done all the different choices. And seeing how it's different, I need to go back and watch the TV show now because, like, I kind of skipped through the TV show parts because I was doing the strategy guide. I'm like, I'll watch that later. It seems like a, some of the decisions really did change a lot. Um, so, because different things happened, and as I learned in the strategy guide review, oh, the collectibles change. Oh wow! Depending on on your choices, only certain collectibles will pop up. Oh. Depending on what you do, so. Replay value. The, yeah, there there is some there is some good re replay value, and through two of my playthroughs, even with skipping through the um, episodes, I saw that my final playtime was 19 hours, so that's really not bad. Um, of course, like the I don't know how much of that is watching the show the first time I played, because man, that show like it was like a 45 minute to an hour long episodes that you just sit and watch. It was good acting, but still just watching TV. <laughs> um. So I did that, and then for review, I finally sat down and was like, okay, I got so much to review. I'm going to sit down and play Stories, The Path of Destinies, because I have an appointment at PAX East to interview the developers. And holy shit, this game took up my entire weekend. Like, I was just, I could not stop playing it. And what it is, it is the truest example of playing an interactive choose-your-own-adventure book. And it's kind of it's in the Bastion style, like the art style and the top, the isometric top down, and even has a narrator. And the narrator is like talking like as like like he's reading a book to kids because he'll change his voice depending on who is talking. 
And uh, of course, it's just like Bastion. It's hilarious when you die. Like some of the, when he dies, like he'll just say like like, like he said Rosebud to no one in particular. Yeah, <laughs> little little references like that, or it's like man, he could have chosen something different that time. Let's try that again. Um, but you know, and like a choose your own adventure book for those who may not remember what those are, they're most of those end with the main character dying really horribly. Yep. And this does the same thing. Because what it has starts off is that he's, the main character, Reynardo, is he got a hold a possession of this book. And he doesn't know anything about the book. And as he's watching his village being burned by the Mad Emperor, he opens the book. And then the book like tells him, if he makes these certain choices of what to do, what will happen. So your goal is to find out the true story. And and as you play through it, you'll learn, and you can only get to the true story after you unlock the four truths. Like, you learn, like, who's the traitor, how this person feels, what this means, and what, what this will do. But you could, but there's still, I think there's, like, at least 24 different endings. Now, there's some endings that'll stop, like, in the middle of the story because you made a really bad choice and you just get flung off a ship. And it's like, let's start that again. But it doesn't count as one of the endings. And, um... And so in each each path, each story path is uh, about five chapters, and it takes about 30 to 45 minutes to complete. Hmm. So it's like, my problem was, I was like, up till 1 o'clock in the morning, I was like, one more path. Well, I want to try that again, but let's make this choice, because there's four different choices that you make, and each choice you make, then it opens up two more choices, and two more choices, and two more choices. And the, uh, the uh, end result might be, you know, changed a little bit but sometimes just changing one choice like I unlock the first two truths just by replaying the same path I already did and changing one choice oh, wow. so it was really cool in, the, in, in that matter and the problem with it is it did get kind of stale because the combat doesn't change after you see all the enemies you don't see anymore mm. um, you can only upgrade your skills so far you upgrade your swords so much so it really kind of got monotonous with me I was just like yep yep do this do that go, th go through here um, and there's no like easy mode or, or harder or anything like that now the final battle was pretty difficult they actually threw everything everything at you and I meant to record it and I've fucked up the recording so oh because I actually did it with a, a perfect score <laughs> and an awesome style um, style rewards like yes and then I was like downloading the video no <laughs> totally gone but uh, I mean I highly I mean it's only $15 sure. I and I know I did 18 plus endings so you're talking about an hour for each of that and there was 18 hours Right, right in there, and I still have about seven more endings to find, so more than your money's worth, nice. I think. That's just if you just want to get through every little thing. And the cool thing is, even though I found the true ending, because I realized I have to stop, I have to review this, let's get to the true ending, and I got the true ending, and I can still go back and find all the other endings. Oh, wow, nice. Yeah. Go then. So, I highly recommend it, and that's been pretty much... That's been pretty much soaking up my life. I was supposed to also play uh, Battlefleet's Gothic Armada. Man, just have not had the time to travel last week, and then I'm traveling tomorrow morning. Yeah, Battlefleet comes out tomorrow, if I remember correctly. Yes, it does. I, I am so missing that embargo, and I'm so sorry, but you know, I just I can only do so much. Yep. Hey, you gotta be <laughs> you sometimes. Yep. What about you? Oh, let's see. 
Uh, I tried out the Doom beta, and uh, I gotta say, I have missed that style of multiplayer. I know a lot of people are really like, Doom doesn't deserve to be this, but... This so what is, kind of multiplayer does it have? It's that very twitchy, fast action back from the... If you remember how multiplayer was in like Unreal Tournament or Quake 3 Arena, it was very oh, much just, twitchy games. It was just very much run down the hall, see somebody shoot him, run down. It wasn't so much like we got to control this point or we got to run around through all these little bases all stealthily and all that. No, this mm -hmm. was very much in, enticing you Kill to like, them all. just run out there and just have a ball. And it was so much fun. Uh, I really do. <laughs> I do really worry about their customization options because I spent a good hour just going through like all the different color combinations I could do, all the little patterns, and that was off of the little bit that they gave us. And seeing that they have a huge amount that they're going to allow you to unlock and get in the game, it was just like, okay, that would be ridiculous. But uh, I, I do, I am excited for this now. I do hope that the story mode is a good single player experience but man it reminded me i just felt like i was back in the days playing quake 3 or unreal tournament because it was just non-stop running and jumping off stuff and you know you're teleporting and running around just you saw somebody you saw somebody like quickly go across the like a doorway and you were like oh yeah so you run up there and you might turn the corner and they shoot you and you spawn back in it was just it was so much fun it was just so there was a much more bigger focus on just running around killing people having a good time finding memorizing where all the loot uh all the spawn points were for you know weapon ammo health armor that kind of jazz so mm -hmm. yeah it's definitely a throwback to the before call of duty kind of days because call of duty to me is much more it's a much more strategic kind of you're still running around killing people but you're doing a lot more camping and finding this this was just much more fucking get out there and shoot people or they're going to shoot you and then they're going to camp on top of your spawn point and shoot you again. <laughs> so, uh, wasn't, I mean, visually it was very nice. Uh, to me, it felt like an upgraded Quake. I don't know why. I, I really don't know. I know that it's id, but I just... See, that's what uh, I remember about Quake, was that Quake was just about, like, I watched my four friends run around and just shoot each other. Yeah, that's pretty much what this, this it's, it, the exact feel of it. And Same the, with, uh, 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 um... Goldeneye. Yep. I mean, there's different it's, modes you could do, but that's basically what they would do is just run around and, and shoot, shoot each other. other. And that's exactly what this takes it all the way back to those kind of days. And that's exactly the feeling I had. I was like, I feel like I'm 10 years younger or something because I'm just playing Unreal Tournament slash Quake. And uh, aesthetically, it definitely has. It's like they took Quake 4 and then just beefed it up, made it look a little bit nicer. I don't. And I, I'm having a trouble trying to figure out why that is. It just. It definitely mm -hmm. has that Quakey kind of look to it. But multiplayer in this game is actually pretty fun, especially if you were much more into the whole arena shooter kind of thing, because that's basically what this is. So if you've missed that, Doom is going to be the thing. Uh, I also played more Battleborn because this was the last weekend to play Battleborn. So I was kind of switching between Battleborn and Doom for a while because mm -hmm. I really liked Battleborn. I still haven't deleted the beta off of my thing. I actually did pre-order it based off of my experience. It was It's just a ton of fun. I think it's, ba Blake felt the same way. Like I basically basically told him, like, look, we need a Battleborn preview. I do not have time. Would you do that? And he's like, yeah, I was kind of interested anyway. And he's like, oh, man, I need this game. He had so much fun. Yeah, I played, I, I played it a lot. When, after... Which, Good for 2K and Gearbox. I mean, because yeah. I, 
I had low expectations for this because you know I kept getting confused with Battle Cry, and even with Overwatch. And yeah. I'm so glad that it seems to stand out on its own. Oh, it definitely has. It definitely stands out on its own, especially that single player. The dialogue in it is classic Gearbox. I mean, if you love I the dialogue, check it out. if you love time, man, yeah. if you like the dialogue from the Borderlands series, this has that same kind of snarky witty kind of dialogue going on the banter between the bad people that's what made borderlands man yeah it's probably what's going to make this and then the multiplayer stuff just a ton of fun um this is probably the biggest game i've played since the when the beta came out on the uh whatever it was eighth or ninth so Mm -hmm. i've i've played it for at least an hour or two every day and then on the weekends (laughs) goodbye weekend so I haven't deleted the beta because I'm just hoping that when I get the, the pre-order downloaded, it sees all the progress I made and is like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, here you go. I don't remember if it carried over or I, not. Pro- it probably won't. Most, like, most of them don't. I don't think it does. I think you, there's usually, a perk maybe, but. No, usually, yeah, if you bought like the, I bought the $80 version because I was a sucker. Cause I was just oh, like, the season pass. Yeah, so I got the season pass. I got the skins because I was just like, I had so much fun in it. It was just, I was just like, here, take my money. I don't fucking care. Uh, but. Yeah, that game, I mean, if you're into the 2K, the Borderlands kind of stuff, it does have a single-player option, so you can play a story mode. You can have friends come in and help you on the story mode. You can play the story mode different ways. There's, uh, You can play it on easy. You can do up the difficulty. There's rankings, so if you want to try to get the best ranking. And you get skins mm-hmm. based off of how you get ranks. Um, so there's that. You know, There's the whole multiplayer thing, which we kind of discussed last week. To me, it feels like they bring in some MOBA elements to it. They bring in some shooter elements to it and just created a very fun atmosphere for just running around shooting people. So That was actually one thing Blake put in his preview was that he hate MOBAs, but this makes him want to give the genre a second chance because he had so much fun. And I think he... Well, I, although he said he didn't really couldn't call it an arena because he said, just like, if your arena is like the size of a small state. Yeah. Maybe... <laughs> I, you know, they just, they did a really good job with it. So, and I... Paragon is definitely much more MOBA-centric in how they right. because it, it's basically Smite, but with giant mm-hmm. mech kind of people. But, um, you know, this does a great job of just blending it all together and making – they just made it fun. Um, I know there are well, people that awesome. didn't like it, but obviously everybody likes different things. But for the most part, from what I've seen, streamers have very much enjoyed it and streamed a lot of it. Um, a couple of people that have been like, yeah, I like – Borderlands, this is a great game, especially the single player, because the bosses are very funny and they're interactive, and some of the things are, you know, there's some puzzles to solve with that, but anyway, Battleborn comes out in May. I think my thing has said I had 17 days when I bought it, so... May 3rd. Little counters counting down, so hopefully I can preload that beforehand, so maybe there'll be a little early access for us. That'd be cool. Probably not, but... uh, That makes me happy. Like, it really made me so happy when after the Battleborn, the beta started a couple days, you seeing all the tweets, everyone like, okay, no, this game, yeah. give this one a chance. And I had another friend who wrote this entire blog post that was like, why you need to have Battleborn in your life. And yeah. it's like, I don't want to hear you don't like this. You don't like this. Like you need to try because this, 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 and it, he made me want to try it. I just got so much else going on. My worry is that Overwatch is going to overshadow it, but. I but I think Overwatch, Overwatch to a different audience. Yeah, Over, Overwatch is definitely much more the Team Fortress CSGO kind of crowd. Whereas this, this is much more... Because it combines that nice little bit of looter shooter, so you definitely get better as you grind out stuff and get better mm-hmm. gear, and it helps you out. So that way when you're doing the multiplayer aspect of it, you get a little bit better. 
I just, it's, it was just so much fun. It, it, I hate to keep reiterating that, but it was just stupid amounts of fun. And I just lost an hour. Like, I'd sit down and I'd be like, okay, I'm going to play, I'm going to do the story mode just one time. And I was like, oh, well, I kind of want to work on this other character too, so I'll do it one more time. And I just, because I got so used to doing the story, I knew all the little nuances and what where mm-hmm. to go. But it was still, because I was always like, okay, what gear is going to drop off the, spi- off the spider boss? Mm-hmm. What gear is going to drop off the, the ice guy? And, you know, how fast can I shoot through and beat the game so what can i get my score because they give you that score at the end so I, by the time mm-hmm. i was done i was getting my score higher and higher because obviously i was getting better gear so i was doing better damage i was dying less that kind of thing so yeah if you're i mean overwatch is cool but I, there's been nothing on it. i tried the beta because it was free for me this week this past weekend as well so i i, I didn't put it on my list because i was like i only spent i don't know i played like two matches and was like okay this is Team Fortress slash CSGO. Wasn't Overwatch, there's no single player element either. No, it's, it's all multiplayer. It's yeah. strictly multiplayer. So, two different games that pees two different crowds. I mean, Blizzard can do no wrong by some people, but to me, Overwatch was just kind of like, eh, okay. Well, one thing that um, Cliff Blazinski said at the Lawbreakers event was that, um, and I can't, yeah, I can't say this because the embargo is the 21st, and this will go up on the 21st, one thing he said was that he they are addicted to playing Overwatch. Like they love Overwatch, and Lawbreakers I think is a lot like Overwatch in the terms that it's a you know it's it's an arena shooter. But um, but he said that he wanted to make a game that wasn't so Pixar-y and was a little more hardcore. And he's like you know it actually it's not afraid to cuss. And oh my God, does this thing like it's almost like unnecessarily says stuff. I'm like okay, I think you're trying a little too hard. To make this be edgy and badass, but um, so when he said that, I was like, "Well, then I have no interest in Overwatch," and, uh, and telling me that I needed to play Overwatch. Oh no! Yeah, your video froze. I still hear you, but your video okay. Froze. Yeah, I got an application error. Oh, well then we'll. Just... Let me just go ahead and close this. Yeah. No, I mean like we'll just close the podcast oh, with me all, all right. frozen and stuff. So. All right. Well then, I also played uh, Axiom Verge. That's been a lot of fun. And Dark Souls 3, which I think is probably the best entry in the Soul series to date. I've heard that. So it's by far, yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with it. So take us home, Carrie. Okay, yeah, sorry that like my face is all frozen. And I'm seeing how my face is frozen, <laughs> and it's not the greatest face ever. <laughs> so you can leave us a comment on this post if there's anything that you would like us to specifically talk about. You can email me at strategyguidereviews at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at, uh, at Starvin, at Country Chocobo, and at Strategy Reviews is the site. We are on iTunes, and we are now on Google Play, because they just opened up their podcast service, so yay. yay! Of course, you can subscribe to us here on YouTube for our video chats. Of course, we ask you keep on reading SGR. Thank you guys so much for being here. And with that, we'll remind you really quickly, don't be a dick on the internet, because it makes you an asshole, so stop it. And with that, we're out! Peace! <laughs>